true crime podcast. Some of the content on this show might be too graphic for some audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hi guys and welcome to Crime Wives. I'm your host Veronica. And I'm your host Destiny. Ooh, I like saying my name. I'm your host Veronica. And before we get into the crimey stuff, we'd like to request if you could do us a favor and wherever you're listening to your us, to your us right now, if you could do us a favor um, and rate and review our show. Uh, it helps us out, and uh, if you do it, we'll shout you out on the show and be like, hey, we love you, thank you. We extra love you. We yeah. appreciate you. Yeah, just like that. And then if you also haven't, and you like us, and you want to connect with us or get notifications about us or whatever, all the things, uh, please follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Crime Wives Podcast. And of course, if there's ever anything you'd like to talk about, there are three different ways that I would recommend. You can either text me or Destiny if you know us. If you don't know us, you cannot text us. <laughs> Do not. You can Instagram message us because those are great places to get recommendations and we love when you recommend something for us. Even if it's something you've never heard before and you're like, well, I'd like to hear more. You can send us that on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter, or you can send us an email at crimewivespodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> and then um, we are also saving right now to get better mics because we know that sometimes we're really quiet in your car and that Destiny's voice is quiet and mine's loud. It's like that in real life too, though. Yeah, so like, we sound a little different, so yeah, we but, talk at different tones. <laughs> yeah, but if you'd like to hear like a real good experience, um, eventually we're going to try and do that. If you could donate to get us better mics, that'd be great. We have a link in our bio on Instagram. Um, it just, Or you can do it through the Anchor app. Either way, if you'd like to donate to the show, we would love you even more than we already do. And the last part is... The next part, or the next, like, six to ten minutes of the show, I'm going to talk about myself because we talk about ourselves at the beginning of the show because we need some sort of happiness before we <laughs> talk about depressing stuff. So, if you don't like that, please fast forward now, and then you'll hear Destiny talk about her crime this week that I'm sure will make you cry. So... Like, it, when we were talking about the last one, I said, worst dad ever, and then I was like, actually, I'll top you. <laughs> oh, cool. So, um, so yes. So, this week you get to another follow-up of a bad dad bad dad <laughs> uh, but that being said what are you doing this week i am it's thursday <laughs> so, what have you been doing what are you doing next uh, what are you well, doing over time so i actually so i broke my well whatever i was doing what was i doing oh not oh, drinking no drink which and then i was like and then i had some on valentine's day and then it occurred to me I just need to not overdrink. I am somebody who's um, a self-critical person, and um, when I drink, I all doesn't matter if I just get a little bit drunk or super drunk. The next day, I wake up and I'm like, I'm I don't like whoever she was. I don't like her. I don't like Patricia. Yeah, and sometimes I'm not Patricia. Sometimes I'm just drunk, Ron. And for some reason, I get really annoyed with myself. So, turns out, if I just don't drink that much, which I understand, it's not like I do or did or yeah. don't um I just would allow myself to not care as much I just need to be more conscious of it and that's what I've started to do and also I lost five pounds this month there I, you go I don't know where I was looking and I was like what, what I don't get it so I 
drink again after that. I was well, like, I saw you like two days after we recorded and you were at the bar and you were like, don't judge me. Don't and I was me. like, I honestly forgot. Yeah. So, but <laughs> I, but like, I see tell. you judging yourself right now. Yes. And I, um, what was I going to say? I also like haven't gone out in forever. So yeah. where I was like, like I went out the Super Bowl, like the day before Super Bowl and then I went out the day that I saw you. And but prior to that, I was like, man, I've been cooped up in my house. So yeah. I I need to use it as a get out and do things. But I don't always have to get smashed, which I don't always do. I yeah. should add. But um, I, it occurred to me I came to one of those like realization points where I'm like, okay, I need to chill. And I then I did chill, and then I lost five pounds. I mean, I was, like cool. Yeah, I, was I like to doing chill. other things, but I was like. Okay, I need to be more aware and more like, no, I'm cool. I don't need to drink tonight. Yeah. More often. Yeah. So, so that's what I'm doing this week. Learning a lesson. Sounds like self-observation. <laughs> yeah. Which is like constantly going on in yeah. my brain. But um, I think it will help me not be so self-critical, which this is um, this is self-deprivation hour with Ronica. <laughs> Tune in next week when I'm happy again. <laughs> oh, I think I am happy. <laughs> okay. Well... <laughs> everything's depressing this episode so so um but tomorrow we are um going to a potentially a charity dinner in portland and then um saturday i'm helping a friend move oh and by that i mean they're bringing things to their new house and i'm unpacking it as they bring it okay which is my favorite part. yeah that's like the best part of I'm moving like, can i unpack your whole kitchen while you move the things she's like yeah that's fine i just need stuff I, I... you're like just yeah yeah can i decorate any it? part of it yes please yeah. just assist i mean we so. could talk about when you moved Oh, when speaking of <laughs> mornings when you wake up, like, what did I do last night? Mm-hmm. Destiny laid on my couch. Well, did you move? I feel like you moved some stuff. Oh, I helped move. And then I was like, oh, and now I puke. You you puked in my sink upstairs? Or did you puke in the... I, I puked in the toilet. Oh, okay. I, I think because... I told Travis on multiple occasions that it was the sink, and I don't know why. It's because I used to be notorious for puking in sinks. Ah, Because yes. it was always at, like, our friend's house. Was, like, five dudes lived there. And I was like, I'm not peeing near that... Or peeing. <laughs> Probably where, peeing where they pee, um, you know But puke. I'm not puking near the toilet. I know you guys. Yeah, no. And so I'd puke in their kitchen sinks, and then they'd get... And your brother-in-law... On multiple occasions, yes, cleans is the one that cleaned my puke out. I remember MVP there. Hearing that, I, it was at his house every time, so maybe it was just. Oh, uh, he was that like, was I friendship. need to do the dishes here. Yeah. This is gross. <laughs> yeah, but he always did it like a champ. Like he was never upset about it. He was Not always like, Destiny. Okay, well, you did this again. And, but he would do it like bare hands, and we were like, Okay, well, you did the hands. Wait a wait a way to be a good friend, Ty. Yeah. So. uh good that being said have fun moving on saturday <laughs> yeah don't get smashed tomorrow night no. so you puke in her bathroom heck no but yeah i i, I that's what my motivation is i freaking hate puking mm-hmm. and i don't usually puke from drinking but the last time that i did i was like jesus is awful i'm also about to be 30 and you can suddenly feel it you just suddenly feel when you are not the same age and you wake up from a hangover like oh I think like I've, your soul is crushing. I've aged ten years. <laughs> yes, there's some where you just can't recover the same. No amount of anything helps, and like almost the full day later, you're like, "Why do I still feel this way? Why is this a thing?" And it's because I am an older adult, and I'm like, "Okay, I have a five year old. I can't do that." <laughs> like, I don't 
But then when I did, I'm like, yo, don't. Don't do it. <laughs> Always a good reminder when it happens every now and then. So, so yeah, that's when. And then on Sunday, I'm going to go get my nails painted. I was going to get my nails done. And I realized that's a joke because a week later, I'll be like clicking on everything and be like, I hate these. Get these off my hands. Yeah. So it's just, you know, as always, there you go. chill sounds everywhere. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. I'm going to interrupt real quick because I totally forgot because I'm the worst. You are. That a week from today, my husband turns 30 and Aww. I didn't say it on our, my part of it. Oh, so I'm yeah. super excited. When um, this comes out, will it already have been his birthday? Yes, and he oh, will be 30 what? years old. Oh. And it, what's funny is that he was always like, I'm not getting married till I'm 30. <laughs> Trapped him before that. And also, you're going to be a dad. Oh, so yeah. you're welcome. I love it. But yeah, so super excited. Shout out to the husband. Hi, husband. That's Hi, not husband. mine. Hi, her husband. Happy 30th birthday, Alex. You're the best. Oh, that's nice. I should have done that for my husband <laughs> when he turned 30 last month. We talked about him. We did. I do talk we about We had him. to talk about him because I, I won $1,200 and I was stoked. Oh, yeah. I was like, happy birthday, Travis. Just won some money. <laughs> yeah, true, true, true. Well, happy birthday, Alex. <laughs> All right. So what's your crime case this week? <laughs> okay. So today I'm going to be talking about Ronald Gene Simmons. Oh, yep, Gene that's Simmons. his name. That, that, that's his name. Okay. <laughs> um, I'm going to call him Ronald the whole time. Oh, good, good. Which is also what a lot of people accidentally call you. Oh, yeah, Ronald so is... So I saw it come up, and I kept thinking it was like Veronica sending an email to our email. Yeah. And I was like, oh, nope, it's me. Nope, just Ronald. Just Ronald. That's it's that's what people purposefully call me. Yeah, yeah. I my, have you in my phone under Ron. Yeah, my husband calls me Ronald on a pretty... <laughs> well... So anyway, maybe not anymore. Great, great thing is that my main, my middle name is not Jean, and my last name is not Simmons. So, <laughs> so we're all right. Off to a better start. Um, so Ronald was born July fifteenth, nineteen forty. Oh no! See, it's hard to start <laughs> in Chicago, Illinois, to William and Loretta Simmons, and was one of four children. When Ronald was only two and a half, his father had a stroke and passed away. And within the year, his mother had remarried to William Griffin. He was an engineer in the Army, and, um, and in 1950, William was transferred to Little Rock, Arkansas. Little Rock. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, moving the whole family there. And at this time, Ronald started to act up, to the point that his mom and stepfather, stepfather decided to send him to a boarding Catholic school. Oh. But he was quickly kicked out. Um, and there's honestly not a lot about Ronald's childhood, but in 1957, Ronald dropped out of high school and joined the Navy. He was initially stationed in Washington, where he met Bursaby Rebecca Yellowberry. Whoa. Her name's Bursaby? Bursaby. But and then Rebecca is Rebecca. just randomly her <laughs> yeah. name. So she went by Becky. Oh, good, good. Yeah, I don't have to say that name yes. over and over again, thankfully. Um, so Becky was said to be meek and dependent, um, which Ronald really liked, and the two quickly fell in love. Uh-oh. Sounds like it's off to a rough start. I mean... He she... got kicked out of the Catholic school. I, he can't be a good person. <laughs> Sorry. Y'all note that, how Veronica <laughs> feels about you. No, I'm kidding. If you um, got kicked out of a Catholic school, I'm sorry. But she's concerned. There's no way anyone that got kicked out of a Catholic school is listening to this podcast. 
Oh, we'll see. Not. We'll see. <laughs> so we get 800 hate emails, and we're uh, like, we're apologizing. I'll just respond. Maybe. I love you too to all of them. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's okay. So <laughs> sorry about years. your childhood. <laughs> Well, anyways, so three years into dating, um, Ronald and Becky married in New Mexico on July 9th, 1960. Just a year after getting married, Becky gave birth to Ronald Jr. And their life started to show um, the domineering side of Ronald, basically. Ah. So at this this point, oh my god, I can't speak fine it's fine you heard last week i struggled through my stories so (laughs) it might be me this week um so ronald had scheduled specific things to be done at specific times so he had like a straight up calendar for her like this is when meals need to be ready every day these are when chores need to be ready every day i'm sorry what yes so becky wasn't (laughs) allowed i would be pissed i would no i wouldn't i wouldn't for some reason, be pissed because I wouldn't deal with it. I'd yeah. be like, "Okay, well, it up is this for Alex. yourself? Because <laughs> this yeah. is garbage. Have fun doing this. Yeah, like sheep. I'm happy all these are going to be done at this time. It'll make me organizing my life a lot better. You better get Let on me it. Know when to be home for dinner. Yeah. Bye. So, um, Becky wasn't allowed to drive, and Ronald controlled every aspect of the finances. Becky actually, they were at the point where she thought that they were pretty poor um, because of the fact that Ronald was just not providing her with the money and it was said that she he would like provide her with an allowance mm-hmm. um which i am i would not be upset if alex gave me an allowance because i'm a little like let me just buy something mm-hmm. but like to the point where she thinks that she's poor and she can barely feed the kids i've 1000 percent been in a relationship like that my last one in fact <laughs> but uh we didn't have kids but yeah. yes i got i am i'm telling you if you're in a bad relationship you know it when you get $200 a month in your bank account, and that's Well, see, it. for me, I literally have said to Alex, I was like, I might need you to give me an allowance. <laughs> yeah, it's because, different when like, you request When it. you ask for one. But then he'd also, yeah. I'd be like, but I'm out of money. And he'd be like, <laughs> he'd be like here's all the money. Fine, I know it. you actually would talk to Alex like that. <laughs> but, but I'm out of money. And he'd be like, here's my oh, debit card. Oh, you're so cute. Here's one. <laughs> yeah, he's like, okay, well, what do you want? Because I'll give it to you. Um, yeah, so Ronald would not do that. No, it doesn't sound he like, was like it. He was like, mm, but- the kids can't really eat well that's my problem the part that i was just about to say is if there's kids involved uh, at least buy your kids food yeah hate it exactly so ronald um left the navy and started a job at the bank but due to his controlling dominant attitude he never um actually like got promoted and he decided he was like this is bullshit so he was a dick they said you can't get promoted yeah, we're and not promoting you you're it. kind of an asshole yeah and so he joined the air force Oh, as you do when you're a dick, I yeah. guess. What the hell? Um, he then served during the Vietnam War, and at this time, he was in the Office of Special Investigations and was treated very lavishly. Oh. Um, he had a maid service, oh, and he was still true. controlling his finances from afar. Oh, from, okay. Okay. Um, so he's still giving her... He's still, ah. he's like, okay, well, you can have a little bit of money here. Um, and he was, and they now had a family of four. So oh. they had had three more, or two more children by this point, and her. And she's probably getting the same amount of money from him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yikes. I wouldn't be surprised. But he's over here, like, rub my feet, make me food. He had, like, a food a service, list, like, uh, maids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And she's so. at home completing the list of things that she has to do. Yeah. Okay. But... Dinner still needs to be done at this time. Oh, I hate this. Um, yeah. This is so like my worst nightmare. <laughs> he's no, he's and I'm not even close to where it's bad. Oh, so, really? 
Yes. It feels bad to me. I mean, it's bad, <laughs> but, like, it gets worse. So, he retired from the military and moved his family around a couple different places, but ended up residing in New Mexico, where he started a farm. Um, and his family size continued to grow, ultimately with Ron and Becky having seven children. Oh, sheesh. There's a lot of them now. That's so <laughs> There is a lot of them now. <laughs> You're right. Ronald Gene Simmons Jr. Oh, Gene Simmons Jr. Love it. <laughs> Sheila Simmons. William Billy Simmons. Oh. Maybe Billy was his nickname. Oh, yeah, I was like, I feel him. like he's William. Yes. His na- his, there's his middle name. <laughs> But you never know. No, you don't. You really don't. Um, Maybe he's William William Simmons. Potentially. Also hate that. Um, Loretta Simmons, Eddie Simmons, Mariana Simmons, and Rebecca Simmons. Those names were all over the place. Well, Rebecca's mom's middle name, right? Yeah. So. So the baby's named after mom. Okay. So he started using um, his family to build a secluded farm. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, no. This is going to get, like, culty kind of. A little bit. Oh, Uh, so he wouldn't allow the family to have much exposure to the world outside their farm. Hayden, not surprised. Mm -hmm. Any mail that came in or went out went through him and was read. It was all read by Ronald. Oh, he opened it all. Yeah, everything that left or came in, all went through Ronald. Um, And he did not allow any phones in the home. Uh, What? How did they? call things they didn't okay dad's probably like i'm gonna go to town i need to make a phone call yeah i'll Um, be back tomorrow yeah also y'all better not leave our little fortress oh right that's what it's called a fortress okay (laughs) i hate this already and i know nothing (laughs) so after their youngest daughter rebecca was born becky's doctor informed her that having another child could potentially kill her what so she had some underlying stuff. Yeah. So she had seven kids and they're like, if you Oh, have... seven. Seven. I yeah. was still at four. Oh my gosh. No. I forgot so they're seven. like, if you have an eighth, you could potentially die. Okay. Um, and to her husband's dismay, after tons of begging, she was like, please, can I? And he's like, no, you can't. And she's like, please, like, I could die. Like, please. And he said, you're having another kid. And then he was like, he finally was like, fine. And she went and got her tubes tied. Oh, God. After that, Ronald refused to have sex with Becky, saying he had no use for her anymore. I have nothing to say to that. I just know I'm unwell. His oldest daughter, Sheila, became even more so his favorite child. She received Uh gifts from Ronald Uh frequently, (laughs) while the other kids were treated terribly. And when Sheila turned 15, Ronald started molesting her. So he now had use for her because her tubes weren't tied. I want to stab his eyeballs out. By the time Sheila was 17, she had gotten pregnant by her father. (gasps) I wasn't ready for that. Nope. Mm. Take another drink of that beer that you have. (laughs) Um, They told the family that Sheila was pregnant, but that she didn't know who the father was, so they would raise the child without any questions. Except that they had no phone calls in the house. All the mail went through him. And do you think she was, like, out and about I mean, by she herself? went to school. But so like, she got pregnant at school. Oh. Yeah, but, like, mm-hmm. ugh. Oh, he's the worst. So he actually, he told, I read somewhere that she he dropped her off at prom. Uh-huh. And then went home and told the family that she was pregnant. And was like, you won't ask any questions. We will raise this child like it's our own. 
Like, it's, and we'll, basically, we're not going to talk about it again. Okay, so he probably used the premise of prom, something like that. Who knows? So, although they denied the paternity of the father, word still spread and got out to the local sheriff's department. Good. When social service got involved, Sheila admitted that Ronald, her father, was the father of her child. I wasn't ready for I'm sorry. Um, And when questioned, Ronald said he did it to protect and teach her. So he didn't even necessarily deny it. He was just like, I don't know. I don't know how you justify teaching and protecting, but that's what he said. That even if that's not your daughter and you're not the worst person ever, what on earth are you trying to teach to somebody by getting them pregnant? Yeah. What? I question. So he did it on purpose. So uh, quickly after being questioned, Ronald uprooted the family. And move them back to Arkansas. Uh, yeah, that's that's what a bad person does is they have to get away. Yes. So once in Ward, Arkansas, Sheila got pregnant again by Ronald, <laughs> um, but he quickly had her get an abortion this time. Oh. Even though he was very like pro-life, it said uh-huh. he was like, no, 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 no. He's also we pro need to, not getting caught. Yeah, like we need no. Yeah. So when oh, she he's the worst i told you i was like yours is bad and i'm like no, just, my guy was a bad guy last week just in general but he like was nice to children from what we understand that's true so so let me keep continue on mine was just a bad guy while being a dad yours is a awful father not a good guy oh, no. whatsoever he's an awful person just in general how did you find general. this person I don't know. <laughs> Why did you decide this is the one? <laughs> Honestly, I was like, Jane Simmons. And then I was like, okay. And then I started reading it. And I was like, oh my God. Um, this is awful. Okay. So when Sheila turned 18, she started going to college and began a relationship with Dennis McNulty. Um, once Ronald got wind of this, he quickly tried to end it. Um, so in response, he moved the family to Dover, Arkansas. Um, where they lived and they basically, it was very like old school farmy ways, mm-hmm. um, with barely any running water and still no access to phones or the outside world. Oh, why? Why is that his thing? I mean, I, I shouldn't ask why. I Just know why that's his thing. Keep him To away. isolate everyone. Yes. And so he can be in control. Um, so Ronald was in and out of jobs and he literally just couldn't keep a stable job and he actually ended up being fired because he kept harassing this female, um, and her name was Kathy Kendrick and she ended up going to her boss and she was like, Hey, this guy like asked me out. I'm not interested. Told him I wasn't interested. He won't leave me alone. Uh Like he's just harassing me. And so they ended up firing him. Um, so So he's not great. Not great. Um, (laughs) and I'm like, you're still married. Yes. Not, he's confusing me at this point is what he's doing. Uh, okay. Well, he won't for long. Okay. So his three eldest children all decided that it was time for them to move out. So, and Sheila was one of his eldest children. Um, so she remained in the relationship even after they moved with this Dennis guy. Um, and due to this, Ronald just got angrier and angrier because he was like, she's mine kind of thing. Uh Um, and started physically abusing his wife, Becky. Took it. Oh, okay. He's taking it out because the daughter that he's in love with left him. Yes. And now he's taking it out on his wife. On his wife. And Ah. so she actually, um, Sheila ended up telling Dennis that. What's going on? Sylvia, the daughter, Uh was Ronald's daughter. And he, he was like, 
okay, probably holy fucking shit. Uh-huh. Um, but decide to adopt her. Oh. So he's that's great he's guy. A good guy. Great guy. Okay. Good um, job, Dennis. So around this time, like around when the beating started, things like that, um, Becky wrote a letter to her son Bill, who had also moved out. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is a small quote from that letter. It says, quote, Dad has had me like a prisoner. That that the freedom might be hard for me to take. Yeah, I know it would be great having my children visit me anytime, having a telephone, going shopping if I want, going to church. Every time I think of freedom, I want out as soon as possible. Except End that quote. didn't the didn't Ronald probably read that letter because he was the male? So no. Oh. So I think Loretta, one of the younger daughters, was going to her friend's house, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Take this with you and drop it in the mailbox oh. when you're at your friend's house." That's clever, and also, that should be a sign that you need to save your children. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. Yikes. A hundred percent agree. Oh, no. Um, so, on December 22nd, 1987, um, and it's said that she had tried to leave a couple times. So, I'm okay. going to okay. throw that so out there, there's... but never successfully left. Okay. Um, so, on December... And I also cannot victim blame, because some I know what it's like, to, or I don't know what that's like, but the idea of being 1000% stuck in a relationship and be like what well, I guess this is my life yeah that's just a thing that happens to a lot of poor women and Un- people yeah. unfortunately humans. yeah humans <laughs> yeah female male yeah whatever um so on December 22nd 1987 Ronald's four youngest children left to school and Ronald Jr. was visiting with his so the oldest son mm-hmm. was visiting with his three-year-old daughter Barbara Ronald went to the room of Ronald Jr. um the one that he was sleeping in, took a metal pipe and started to strike him. Oh. He then took a new gun that he had just acquired a couple days before and shot Ronald Jr. multiple times, killing him. Ah! What the hell? Yeah. Uh, ah! You didn't know we were going into murder? No! I mean, yes, but not like that! <laughs> I or know. so abruptly! I know, it just <laughs> happened! Ah, oh, this is the worst. I, I gave you some backstory on what this guy was doing, you and now did. I'm jumping into and things. Here we are. Um, yeah. So Ronald then went into the room where Becky, his wife, mm-hmm. um, was holding Barbara, and apparently she was, like, begging for her life. And he shot Becky, killing her, and strangled Barbara with a fishing line. Oh, God. A fishing yeah. line? Yes. Oh my gosh. He then took all of their bodies, so the three of them, dumping them into a pit that the children had recently dug. We should have, like, warned the audience that's listening or something. This is awful. Sorry if you're here and weren't ready like I'm not. <laughs> Moving forward. Disclaimer. Yeah. A little late. Disclaimer right now. This Ironica. is a very gra- graphic, almost a graphic. <laughs> it's graphic. Okay. So he then spent hours around the house drinking until Loretta, Eddie, Marion, and Rebecca came home from school. So the and four those are youngest. youngest. Oh no. He told each child that he had it because it was three days before Christmas. He told oh. each child he had a special gift for them and he wanted to give it to them one by one. So he took each child into the house one by one and killed them. He strangled them and then held their heads. So he strangled them, I believe, with fishing line, all of them, mm-hmm. and then held their heads underwater oh. in a barrel oh. until he was certain that he they were dead. I need to go away. <laughs> so I can't even handle this. Okay, I'm going to go home and hug my child and tell him that I love him. Go on. He then put their bodies into the pit as well. 
um, and then covered them with like barbed wire and other things to make it so anim- it was hard for animals to get. So that they couldn't get the, okay, he's really trying to hide them yeah. from the... From animals. Yeah. He, it was basically, he didn't want them... He didn't want the scavengers to get them, but that's weird. But you no. already got them, so... You're, okay. And you're the worst scavenger of them all. Really? really. Um, so... I've also looked him up now, and he has also the worst beard of them all. Yes. Very bald head, very strange beard that goes out and then up. Very weird. He makes me uncomfortable. Like a I, his picture would like kept popping up, and I was like, "Squirrel, squirrel, squirrel." Yeah, I'm <laughs> over here just staring at this dude, and his I can't get over it. his beard. I would see him and be like, "Oh, that looks like a serial killer to me." But I mean, technically yeah. he is, but just a family murder. Cool, hate it, hate it. He's actually a spree killer. Oh, mm-hmm. That's what that's called. So. He then cool. waited four days until the remaining children, so December 26th, the day I after Christmas, the, uh-huh. the, the other two children were coming home, um, tell Billy, his wife Renata, and their child Trey, and that's actually who she wrote the le- Becky wrote the letter to. Ah, um, so they all came December 26th, and Ronald shot Billy and Renata, um, killing them, and covered their bodies with various jackets. Um, in like so their like dining a room bunch area, jacket. Yeah. Oh, he's gone off the edge. Yeah. I mean, obviously, but now he's not even properly. Uh, he's yeah. already insane. Well, and he's been in, in the house where I guess they're outside of the house at this point, but There's... for four days just drinking beers, yep. doing his thing. Um, so then he strangled Trey, their Baby. son, mm-hmm. um, and held him underwater and shrank. Oh, he was dead as he well. Just left it strangled. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> He then wrapped his body. He then wrapped. Okay. Sorry. Um, He then wrapped Trey's body and took it to the back of a vehicle that they had on their property. Next, Sheila, her husband Dennis, her daughter Sylvia, Uh um, Ronald's daughter, her daughter. Who at this point is how old even? Seven. Seven. Um, And the other daughter, Dennis and Sheila, or Dennis and Sheila also had a son. Who oh, was, gotcha. Uh, like a year and a half old at this time. Okay. Um, so he shot and killed Dennis, Sheila and Dennis. Okay. Um, and then killed their children in the mm-hmm. same way that he killed the younger children. Oh. So I skipped a part on Thanks. a little bit of it. Thanks. I mean, at this point, it's awful. Okay. He then, I know, he then put Michael's body in the back of the vehicle um, with his other grandson and covered Dennis and Sylvia's bodies with jackets, laying them out in the dining area next to the other bodies. Uh-huh. Um, but with Sheila, Ronald took Becky, the mother's nicest tablecloth, and covered her body in it. Oh, how kind of him. I get what he's trying to do there, but, but also... You just killed uh, your entire family. Your entire family. He then decided to go have a drink at a local bar. Uh-oh. He then returned home to just drink at his house. Oh. Two days later, on December 28th, um... He drove to his previous employers and killed Kathy Kendrick. Oh, what? That girl that he yeah. got fired because he was harassing her because he liked her. Uh-huh. Killed her. Um, and... He probably made her, in his head, the reason he did all of that. Yeah, like, like she set she, me off. Yep. She lit that fire. However, no, he was always himself. I cannot. Yes. So after leaving that scene, Ronald went to an oil company office killing J.D. Chafin and injuring Rusty Taylor. 
He then went to the mini mart he that he had just quit the mini mart right before December 22nd. So right before all of the murders take, took place, uh-huh. he had quit this job. Um, so he went to this mini mart and shot and wounded two of his previous employers. Um, he then went to a motor freight company, shot and wounded another woman. What the hell? This is why he's a spree killer. I thought it was just like a familicide or something, but this is next level. Yeah, and th- at this point, he... It's just innocent, random... I mean, everyone is innocent in this case, but yeah. it's just random, non Well, and people. some of them, a good amount of them are people he had worked with, but uh, then there's, like, a random one that was a stranger. Was wrong place at the wrong time? No, or like, he's... he went to, like, this oil company, and it was, like... He's like, oh, I'm still mad! what everyone knows, bah! didn't have any ties to it. Oh, um, so weird. And... But at this time, after he went to the motor freight company and shot and wounded another woman, he apparently decided, I'm done. I've, and or maybe he like ran out of bullets maybe but he sat at the office talking to another secretary well they had called the police oh and then, good and then he sat there and just talking to them yeah because wait um, is this all like in the same town yeah there's some oh god what a scary ass day like for anyone that was just there and was yeah like, hi was like, people are randomly getting shot all over hide wherever you can lock all your doors yeah um so oh he was god. sitting there talking to a secretary um and waiting for the police to arrive but while she was um while he was talking to the secretary he said quote i've come to do what i wanted to do it's all over now i've gotten everybody who wanted to hurt me oh end quote he thinks all of those people wanted to hurt him all of those people wanted to hurt him oh no that's not how you justify how you kill all those poor innocent children wanted to hurt you the your grandbabies that your are like children who probably not even met you well one of them was your child but oh he's the worst. he's awful um so once the police arrived he handed over his gun and willingly just went with them ronald was ultimately charged with 16 counts of murder okay holy shit. those counts were for his wife his seven children his daughter that was also technically his granddaughter. Uh, yeah, so his eight children. Yes. His three grandchildren, um, two of his, like, children-in-laws, uh-huh. Kathleen, the woman that he was infatuated uh, with, uh-huh, for and now. a stranger. Right. Wait. The and... one stranger. Oh, right, right, right. Yes. So during his trial, prosecution started to read a letter that he had wrote to his oldest daughter, Sheila, <gasps> um, admitting his love and feelings for her. Well, um, and while this was being read, Ronald freaked out, punching the prosecutor in the face. What? um, And then, like, scrambles for one of the deputy's guns. Oh, my. To try to shoot him. In the courtroom. Oh, my God. Yeah. So That alone is enough. They're like, guilty. Yeah. (laughs) Motherfucker. Hi. (laughs) Death penalty. Death penalty. (laughs) 100%. Um, So, they took him away, like, obviously, Mm -hmm. and then... Court resumed, and ultimately on March 16th, 1989, he was found guilty and sentenced to death by lethal injection. Oh, man, he was mentally unstable. Like... Nut job. He needed help so long. As soon as he started writing those chore lists, someone should have turned him in. They're like, hey, no, I don't think this is working. No. Um, So he refused any right to an appeal stating, quote, I, Ronald Gene Simmons Sr., want it to be known that it is my wish and my desire that absolutely no action by anybody be taken to appeal or in any way change this sentence. It is further respectfully requested that this sentence be carried out expeditiously. Okay. 
Yep. Cool. <laughs> so on June 25th, 1990. So they listened to him because like a yeah. year and a couple months later, he died of lethal injection. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. And his remaining family, no surprise here, uh-huh. refused to claim his body. Yeah, duh. No. And I'd be like, uh, can we uh, just have that burned four times? So his <laughs> remaining family refused by no surprise to claim the body. Yep, I um, don't want it either. Yeah, like, I'm, um, I just want throw to... it to the hounds. I don't know, yeah. do something. Can we have it burned in five different places, please? So they ended like... up burying it in like a general mm-hmm. burial ground like um, in Arkansas. Okay, he does not deserve a head marker, but he has one. Yeah. Holy Moses, that was. Rough and heavy. I told you, worst father ever. <laughs> yeah, you were not even slightly. Yeah, holy moly. I'm so sad. I'm just like, I should not have Googled, but I'm like looking at all these pictures of him. And like his kids. And his like, there's one of him in just like a suit. Oh, he is so creepy looking. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why his beard grows that way. He's the worst. He's the absolute worst. That was the worst story so far. Um, I I got my sources from Murderpedia, Wikipedia, Medium.com again. Love Mm Medium.com. But it's just, it was, it's nuts. This guy was in fucking insane. I think I learned today that I don't, like, familiacides are real rough for me for obvious reasons. Like, no one wants to hear about children's death. Um, but also that I laugh when I am <laughs> nervous, when I'm like, when I can't handle the stories I'm hearing. <laughs> I laugh when I get nervous or oh. when people tell me something that's sad. I, it's like a defense mechanism and I just start laughing. Yeah. Like that's one of our when friends... you were just, the, did you hear me go? I don't know why I'm laughing. I literally was like starting to crack up for some reason. And you're like, I'm just really uncomfortable right now. I, that was the worst. I, yeah. I, that's, I think more of it is I laugh when I get, I feel uncomfortable. Yeah. So like when like a thing happened with our friend recently and he was talking to me about it and I start like smiling and I'm like I know I shouldn't be smiling and I ha- I stopped it but I was like I'm not smiling because of what you're telling me I'm smiling because of how I it's a defense my mechanism. body doesn't have the right reactions I'm sorry yeah like uh, I know I should be like I'm so sad for you yeah but I'm smiling <laughs> yeah, and goes, it means the opposite I swear I promise it's opposite day in my it's face means day. something totally different I promise it's opposite day <laughs> I'll prove it. Let me Google it. Yeah. <laughs> what is today? Opposite day. Opposite day. Well, um, yeah. a, you know, that's a, that's a better, happier, funnier note to leave on than what that story was. But if you hung out through all of that and didn't barf and didn't leave us. And you're not crying. You're not crying because I'd like to. Um, and you actually like this show still. Could you do us a favor? <laughs> It sounds like the wrong time to ask you for a favor. But but um, if you could please give us a follow on social media, which is Crime Wives Podcast, um, at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And if you would like to donate to us, um, you can do so through the link in our um, Instagram. Or if you do it through, if you listen to us through Anchor or um, just download the Anchor app, you can donate a few bucks to get a better sound quality experience. We will be getting new mics as soon as we have enough money to. Yes. So, uh, well, I definitely need to go hug my child. So that's it for me. Thanks for listening, guys. Crime Wives out.